Welcome back, Pinball Nerds, to episode 219 of your fifth favorite pinball podcast. My name is Orbital Albert, and on today's episode, I'm coming to you live from my new studio in Thorold, which is near Niagara Falls and Niagara-on-the-Lake in beautiful Ontario, which I'll be on the very edge of leaving within about 7 hours and 45 minutes if I don't run into tons of traffic. Today is just going to be a little bit of a travel update episode and mostly a huge, massive thank you to Mr. Tony Laviolette. Uh, you know him from the Canadian Pinball Podcast, and if you live in and around the London area, the beautiful forest city, which I've now left, little mini tear in my eye, um, he runs a company called That Metal Guy, and yesterday, after I packed everything, you guys know this, if you've ever had to move, you always think that you have uh, less stuff than you have. Well, we had got, like, the smallest U-Haul trailer, which was 4 by 8 because the one that we wanted to get that I had measured out for the pinball machines to come with us, because of course I'm bringing five out to Nova Scotia. And the U-Haul that I wanted to get, uh, we found out later that you can't take it for out of town. It has to stay in the city. The other two larger U-Haul trailers, it's advisable that you have something larger than an F-150 or especially the, uh, the six cylinder, the six banger just ain't going to get her done with one of those big ones. So, uh, also, thanks to Matt for lending me his truck. That's so cool. So yesterday, my whole front yard is just full of furniture and garbage, and, and, and a lot of furniture I wanted to keep too. That, but just the U-Haul was full. That you couldn't. I mean, we had, it took us like ten times to try to close that U-Haul. There was everything from uh, bicycle pedals were getting caught into it, and just yes, I will be posting a picture on my Facebook page. You can add me uh, under Facebook under Albert Agar if you haven't yet. Um, I will be posting a picture of this bad boy before I closed it. That's when I was still happy when I got the selfie. Then I tried to close it and uh, picture frames were smashed. Bicycle, uh, uh, what do you call it? Pedals were removed. Anyways, we finally closed it. But at the end of all this, I now have like an hour and a half to get out of the property or we could get like a charge or a fee or probably something. I'm not sure. But the new people were coming like that day to get the house. And like, you know, we knew we could clean the house on time. We're pretty good at all of that. But... Oh my God, I had all this, basically a lot of it was furniture and a lot of it I wanted to keep. Like I had a very sentimental uh, prototype, I don't know if prototype's the right term, but it was just like a one-off table my mom made to test the market and it never really did that well, so she didn't make it. My, um, my parents used to own a company called Classic Loom, which is like a, a you know furniture company, mostly chairs, but a little bit of uh, tables and such. And I, it had a lot of sentimental value, but it just wasn't going to fit. And the space that it was going to take up was going to take up just too much other valuable space. And I waited too long to try to get it in. And the chairs definitely weren't going to fit. And then we have this beautiful dresser that's like an old antique thing. And that just wasn't going to fit. So we had to make the decision to try to last minute get a hold of someone. And I thought, oh my God, maybe, maybe, maybe Tony will help me in a squeeze. And so I had already seen Tony that morning because I had gone there to pick up uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon and Fireball Classic. And then I went to Mike Dimas' house, showed out, and picked up uh, uh, Flash Gordon. And uh, the night before, Matt and I had actually fit. And yes, you can. If you have a Ford F-150 extended cab, you can fit two pinball machines in there if you take the head off. And 
you have lots of strong people to lift up the machines really high. So I actually have two pinball machines in the extended cab, and then I have three pinball machines in the world's tiniest U-Haul, which took up way more space in the U-Haul than I thought, and I feel like such a selfish jerk because my poor family had to try to squish all their stuff into a tiny little space. But anyways, I'm on the road. I'm actually uh, in a hammock right now, swinging in my sister Melinda's backyard. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you, Thane, for that breakfast. Oh, my God, he made this, like strawberry there's a name for it but i don't know the special strawberry mixture that he reduced down and you put it on the pancakes and we had it with eggs and bacon and pancakes and whipped cream and maple syrups and uh you know all that kind of stuff so it was just phenomenal and i am stuffed right now i haven't even been able to finish my coffee i'm gonna go enjoy that after i'm laying here baking in the hot humidity and sun um the ride here yesterday was fine, but the mattresses did start to... I have mattresses on top of the uh, uh, truck, the pickup truck on the, uh, what do you call it, the bed. Um, and so I've got three mattresses up there, and they all... No matter what you do and how much you tape these things down, you guys know if you've ever tried to move a mattress, they will find a way to fill up with air. So the mattresses are filling up with air, then it's starting to pull the mattresses off. Then my wife texts me, who's in the car with Owen, and I was in my truck with uh, my son Hayden. And uh, they were navigating. Thank you, Hayden and Owen. We appreciate that. And my wife's texting me like, uh, you got to pull over. It looks like the front top bed's about to fly off the top. Like, so just by the wind pulling on it, us going, you know, 100 clicks an hour, uh, clicks or kilometers for my American friends there, that's about 55 or maybe a little over like 60 miles an hour. And uh, so today we're actually adding on two hours and 45 minutes onto our drive so we don't have to drive through Toronto, so I don't have to drive on the QEW, the 401, or the 407. Now, people have said the 401 is the largest highway in the world. They've said that. I, I don't think it is. I'm sure there's ones that are bigger in Tokyo or uh, L.A. or whatever. But it is, I have counted where it's like 16 lanes if you include the collectors because you've got like four lanes in the in the express, four lanes in the collectors going each way. And that's not including your, like if you know, if you actually looked at the extra lanes where you're merging, you're like, it's like 18 wide. Well, good luck doing an 18 wide uh, highway with towing a trailer. Like I'm new at driving even a pickup truck. I haven't driven a pickup truck since I was in my teens. I was working for like a landscape place. And then never mind, it's my very first time ever towing a trailer. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I've, I've never done any of that stuff before. So the last thing I want to do is on the busiest day of the weekend, it is Canada Day here in Canada. So happy Canada Day, my Canadian pinball nerds. And uh, to all the Americans down there, you guys are getting real close to a little something special there. I don't, I don't, I'm not American. I don't know what it is on July 4th, but it's some, what do they call that? Merca Day or something? Um, I think it's just called like July 4th. Is it, what's the name for it? Is it, is it Happy USA Day? Uh, the Americans are yelling at me right now. I don't remember what it's called, but it's like, it's your version, right? It's your version of Canada Day, it's, but it's not USA Day. What is it called? That's going to bug me. It'll come to me the second I turn off the podcast because that's what happens. I do want to thank everybody who got through yesterday's or the day before's episode. It was very emotional for me. I was having a tough day. I had issues. Yeah, there's, anyways, if you haven't heard it, feel free to listen to it if you want to hear a man on the verge of having a, a little bit of a breakdown. But I survived. I'm here. I'm well fed. I'm well slept. Uh, I had some delicious, uh, the most delicious beer I've had in my life last night from a beautiful uh, craft brewery here called Oast House. Look it up if you're in and around the Niagara region. They have a one-off strawberry rhubarb, and it's super undercarbed, and it's just, they use like 4,000 uh, pounds of fresh strawberries, and it was just the most gorgeous 
delicious drink of my life after getting sunstroked in 45 degree weather, packing everything yesterday. Uh, it was 45 degrees with the frickin' uh, with the Humidex, um, or at least it felt like it. I know it was like 33 without. I'm sure it was even that or higher, but. Um, I'm trying to remember it. I'm sure that's over like 110 with the Humidex in the U.S., something like that. It was hot. It was too hot to be a one-man moving show. But thank you so much, so much, so much to Mr. Tony Laviolette. I couldn't have done it without you. I'm panicking. I'm rushing. I've got about an hour left. And I tell him, please, 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 if you can come help me with all this stuff. I don't even think I had time to call like one of the other competitor, well, he's not a competitor of junk junkies because what he said is he doesn't ever take trash or whatever in his, in, in his trailer. He, he has a hard and fast rule about not doing that. He only accepts metal, i.e. that metal guy, or like electronics and stuff like that because they have cool metal in them, right? So if you are in the London area, please add that metal guy to Facebook. If you're outside of London, you can if you want, but basically he only serves like really London unless it's maybe a I mean, if you were giving him silver and gold as the metal, he'd probably drive further, but um, he's also great at doing pinball restoring. Him and Mike have been doing that. They kind of team together for certain machines, and um, he's been getting better and better at that and more knowledgeable. Please go like and listen to, no matter where you are on the planet, go like and listen to, support the Canadian Pinball Podcast, especially if you like restoring machines or buying machines and flipping them. And, and or Now, Mike does normally try to keep them for some time if he has a space, room, time, or energy. Um, and in fact, sometimes like he was maybe going to sell me hot dogging and then he decided he's like, oh, it's too fun. I want to keep it a little longer. And you know what, Mike? It's probably good you did because I don't think I had room for hot dogging yesterday. There was not even, there was not even, to take a Seinfeld quote, there was not even a square to spare. Okay. So I don't know if you remember Lane in the washroom, but the girl wouldn't lend her any toilet paper, any TP when she ran out. And the woman said, I don't even have a square to spare. Come on, don't do that to my girly lane. When are we going to see a Seinfeld pinball machine? When are we going to see a Curb Your Enthusiasm pinball machine? When are we going to see a Cheers pinball machine? Okay, it's too old for a MASH pinball machine, but like it can be a newer comedy. I guess Family Guy is a comedy, and we got that one. Um, Simpsons is a comedy, and we got that one. Why do we, and Shrek's a comedy, we got that one, which is kind of a reskin of a Family Guy. But when are we going to see like a really good, legit comedy? Like, I want an adult comedy turned into a pinball machine it doesn't have to have like x-rated or r-rated stuff on it for god's sake but like you can be funny without being gross and lots of pinball machines try to be funny like uh look at i think raza like retro zomic uh, retro atomic zombie apocalypse whatever it is from deep root um you know they're trying to go at it from kind of like the sort of like attack from mars the punny you know space creatures from 1970 kind of thing um but Going back to what I was saying, please, 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 no matter who you are, no matter where you are, go and like, follow, subscribe, donate all your millions of dollars to the Canadian Pinball Podcast. These guys are hilarious. They, I would say they do close to the most unedited podcast other than me that I've ever heard. Um, I think maybe Mike from time to time will cut out like a two minute segment maybe where they went off topic completely or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't hear much editing in it. But I have heard them go and come back and go and come back. Like, it's not a straight shot like mine is 90% of the time where I'm just sitting here laying in a hammock, laying in the sun, listening to the birds chirp. Hopefully you guys can hear those birds well. And if the volume is way different than it normally is, that's because I had to bring the phone closer to my mouth and I'm really loud and normally I set the mic kind of 
far away from me on the bed and have it turned so I'm not too loud. So if you had to turn your speakers down, I'm sorry. Uh, but anyways, huge, huge, huge. The guy was a hero. He came there with his daughter, Brooklyn. They loaded up like everything. And he was like, dude, you said a couple things. You know, I don't know if he actually said that, but I felt like he was thinking that when he saw all this stuff. He's like, so how much of this do you need me to take? Because I originally told him and I felt so bad. Like I ended up throwing out now part of the particle board did break. Uh, non shout out, by the way, non shout out to Ikea. We just spent 300 bucks on this beautiful. Now we did get it mostly because uh, we had to throw out our current bed frame and we were going to buy a new one when we got out to uh, Nova Scotia. But what happened is when, when we were staging the house, one of the worst things you could do is in the master bedroom, not have a bed frame. It just, it just looks like white trash or low life or uh, just, you know, it just it doesn't look nice. It looks ghetto, right? So when I, you're not supposed to use terms like ghetto. I'm trying not to, trying to be a little more PC here because I know there's more listeners and I, it's hard because you don't want to offend anyone, but you also want to be yourself. And it's like, you grew up with all these terms. And when I say ghetto, I don't really mean like a hardcore horrible ghetto because I didn't grow up anywhere in and around near areas like that. I grew up in a pretty conservative, cushy little town of 400 people, right? But we certainly had rednecks and hicks. And those are terms you're, I guess, I'm not supposed to use either. But I could say, I guess, because I'm from, I get a, I get a pass because I am from the country. Eat a lot of peaches, move into the country. Um, I get a pass on being able to say that it was very, it's very hickish to have just like a bed on the floor and not have some type of frame or something. And so we knew that it might be much harder to sell the house. So we actually knew that that cost might suck. But what we thought we would do is we thought the whole week leading up to it, we'd have more time, more energy. We had talked about the seven or eight pieces of furniture we needed to put on Kijiji. We didn't do it on time. I ended up doing a Facebook thing with showing my wife and Hayden sitting in like the, the couch in the chair and said, someone please come get it. No one came and get it, got it. I ended up having to uh, take all three of those things, get them in the back of the U-Haul and donate them to the Salvation Army or Goodwill. So at least they went somewhere. Someone's going to have that nice couch wall. You seep down in it, but for 20 or $40, you're getting a steal on it. Um, anyways, going back to pinball, I will be playing zero games of pinball today. I'm going to be on the road for the next seven hours and 45 minutes and uh, knock on wood. There's no wood to knock on. Oh, I found some guys. Um, anyways... Yeah, today there will be no pinball to be played. I may or may not do a podcast tomorrow because I want one of my next podcasts to be at least pinball relative. Like I found a cool pinball bar in the middle of nowhere. Or we stopped at a truck stop to get gas and I found, uh, you know, a brand new, I couldn't believe it. I walked in there and there was a brand new Beatles and I played it for hours and I got every GC on it. And um, no, I'm just kidding. That's not going to happen. But I promise you, I promise you, I'm going to get back to this being pinball related. My last two notes for you before I uh, head out and get ready for my big drive is that this morning I was scrolling through and I eventually will share this. I was scrolling through Facebook and I should have taken a screen capture, but I was really tired just laying in bed, scrolling through Facebook and I saw a picture. I'm not sure if it's fantastic. I would guess that's where it would be, but I don't remember it saying that. But, and I'm sure there's more than one pinball show in the world this weekend, but I believe, I'm guessing it would have to be at, Pim, at Pintastic. And to everyone out there at Pintastic, have a great time. I saw the picture from the uh, podcasters panel. That looked really fun. Hopefully I can find a video of that or a copy of it on Twitch or something like that someday. Love to listen to that. But um, there was a picture of the best in show. So this machine just won best in show for the best looking 
probably, you know, modded slash, you know, like just the machine was gorgeous. And it was Roller Coaster Tycoon, my new machine, the most expensive machine I've ever bought. I like to call it the poor man's Wonka, as you know. It has the same color palette. It has many of the same uh, features as far as flippers and ramps. They're not identical. It's not an identical game. But, I mean, I would say, I would say as far as when, when you look at the how close the art is, the color palette... Um, where the flippers are, the designer, Pat Lawler, my man. Okay, so like, they're very, very, very close in a lot of ways. So I'm just going to keep calling it the poor man's Wonka until I can actually afford a Wonka or until maybe it raises the value. I just heard my buddy Nate Shivers, as promised a couple episodes ago, in Nate I Trust. I am trying to make sure I listen to a little bit of Nate Shivers in between each podcast because I'd eventually like to become a lot more like him. He's my, he's my podcasting idol. And I might get to meet him at Pimberg this year. Oh, my God. Nate Shivers, I don't think you listen to the show. But if you do, if you could be one of my 100 guests I'm going to do a Pinterview with at Pimberg. <sighs> would make my heart sing, buddy. That would just, that would come full circle and be excellent. So I would absolutely love for that to happen. Now, the good news is, is that I'm going to let you guys go on with your weekend. Have a wonderful, what is it called? America Day? Born on the 4th of July. Do you just call it the 4th of July? I think maybe that's what it is. Born on the 4th of July. I don't know what it is. But have yourselves a wonderful long weekend. Us Canadians, us Americans, we are the North Americans. We are standing as one in pinball. Oh, I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I went off topic so many times. I'm sorry. I'm laying here in the sun. I am still a little sunstroked from yesterday and exhausted and mentally drained. But the best in show was Roller Coaster Tycoon, and I will be posting a picture of this eventually to my Pinball Nerds podcast Facebook group. As soon as I see it next, actually, I will post it. I'm going to go look for it now. It had a freaking working roller coaster that was currently running uh, as the topper, and I'm not shatsing you. This thing was the most beautiful topper I've ever seen in my life, and I'm not a topper guy, but I guess I am meow. Oh, my lordy. It was like a Kinects. Remember Kinects? They're kind of like Lego, but they, I don't know, plastic pieces that connected and you could make like lots of different things out of them. Wow, wow, wowza. It looked beautiful. It looked cool. And you better believe it. I'm going to be doing that. And I apologize. I don't know the name of the gentleman that uh, made this machine look so gorgeous. I mean, it's already a pretty machine, I think. And those habit trails, like they're like my second or third favorite habit trails on the planet. Especially that extra habit trail for when you're getting the super jackpot. The ball on Roller Coaster Tycoon goes in the yellow habit trail and it goes around the outside and actually goes down and around the bottom flippers and then back out and around. And the only game that I know that does that other than that is, uh, what is it, the Star Wars LE or Premium does that, I believe, when it goes into hyperspace something or not, maybe not hyperspace. There's a mode that it does that in. And the only other game that it does that in that, that I can remember, I believe, is... Uh, NASCAR. Doesn't NASCAR do that? I think. Anyways, you guys can email me at pinballnerds at gmail.com or you can message me through my uh, Facebook group. Um, I uh, really appreciate it. I have been getting a lot more messages lately, and including a, a, a fellow podcaster uh, who was kind enough to reach out to me and say, wow, uh, you were so authentic on that show. That's what I'm talking about. Keep it up. And I, you know, we, we, we I maybe could mention his name. I don't think he would be upset, but at the same time, you know, he's 
if you're sending me a message in private, I consider it private. Now I will attempt not to mention it on the show unless I'm 99% sure you're not going to, you know, it's not going to make a difference to you. And I don't think it would, but basically I, I really appreciate all the feedback that I'm getting. Uh, the video, oh my gosh, the video of me being presented that amazing gift from Sean Russell, who put it all together and every single person who was involved in it, the people who made it, I think it's someone who works with Sean at Tim Hortons, Aaron St. Thomas. Thank you for that. I'll, I'll give you a better shout out and remember the name of your company in the future. Maybe when I'm hanging it up in my new Pinball Nerds podcast live streaming studio coming to you from River Hebert, Nova Scotia. Yeah, that's what you're going to hear in probably like a week from now because I have to finish driving there in four days from then. Then I get a day and a half there to relax Then I'm driving back to Ontario. Then I'm flying back out there to bring Matt back his truck. So thank you so much to everyone involved. If you haven't seen the video, uh, it is under Albert Agar. You can look at it there. I might try to share it to the Pimmel Nerds podcast Facebook group eventually. But it's at 320 views. You guys are insane. I can't believe that. Less than 24 hours. So thank you so much for that. Um, I literally was speechless in that video. I was already going through a traumatic time when they got there and was already stressed. Like my stress was already a nine. And uh, for those of you who know, I am a little bit, I can sometimes when I'm under high stress, be a little bit super sensitive. And I, you know, I was just so, so, so happy that all my pinball friends made me that beautiful, I don't know if you call it a plaque or, but it's like a wooden sign, a really nice wooden sign that's been laminatized and um, has all the signatures copied onto there beautifully and says, of course, eat, sleep, breathe, pinball.